by split decision. Welcome everyone, this is Split Decision UK, thanks for joining us. If you're a regular listener, thanks for sticking with us. If you're a new listener, uh, yeah, hope, hope you like it, hope you like what is to come. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Split Decision UK. Uh, if you uh, are with us on iTunes, please do give us a subscribe, five stars, a little review, just to help us along, help grow the conversation that we're trying to start here. So yes, this is Split Decision UK. Welcome. I'm joined over Skype via Matthew Clark. Hello, Sam. How you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good. I'm quite hot, actually. It is. It's quite warm today. Deceptive. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm recording in a room. I can't have the windows open because I've got to buy the trains, and I? Of course. Sweating, I am. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. It is. Uh, we're a little bit late this week, so apologies to everyone out there. It's a Monday evening. First day back at work after the weekend. How are you feeling? Got it out of the way. <laughs> I feel good though. I haven't been on it like you though, have I? No. Well, I went to a, I went to a brunch on Saturday, twelve o'clock lunchtime start. Absolute killer that was. So I'm still feeling that. Fair play to you. <laughs> you uh, you on the Game of Thrones flex? I, mean, I am. I haven't, about I haven't seen the last episode yet. It's happened, isn't it? Or is it tonight? It's ha- uh, well, it, it it went out. Yeah, it went out last uh, last night, this morning, early hours. So I'm going to watch this tomorrow. I've got to avoid all the spoilers until then. Yeah, I, I am watching it. I'm on series one, though. <laughs> but, uh, Getting through uh, it. I'm, I'm struggling to take it seriously, though, to be honest. I'm not feeling all the all the magical elements. Well, I've, well I've, that's all right. I just, I just don't believe that someone would be called Jamie in them days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, bro? Oh, uh, yeah. I do know what you mean, actually, yeah. yeah you've got all these Larry names, and then you've got a Jamie in the mix. Tyrion, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Ed It's like having a Cody in there. <laughs> TJ. Should we get on to the fights? Some serious business. I think we had the USC in Rochester, New York this weekend. Fight night. Decent card. Decent looking card. I thought it was okay. I think the uh, I think the prelims might have outshone the main card slightly. I think we should start with a main event. RDA. Hofael Dos Anjos with a powerful moustache up against Kevin Lee. Big win for RDA. Looked impressive. Proving his doubt was wrong. I think I picked Lee to win this one, so he's he's all over it at the moment. Yeah, we're not on a good run, are we? With our main events. <laughs> our predictions aren't great, no. Uh, how, how did it go down, Joe? Talk me through it. Come on. Kevin Lee started well, actually. I'd say he nicked the first two rounds. Uh, pretty comfortably, first round, definitely. So, Lee started well. Uh, RDA hanging in there, doing a little bit of nice work himself. He's a, Obviously, he's a vet. Found a little bit of rhythm up at welterweight now. Uh, but yeah, then third round, RDA came back into it. It's a pretty 50-50 round, that one. And then fourth, Kevin Lee, yeah, just I hesitate to say he gassed, but he, he definitely lost a little a little spring from his step in that fourth round, and RDA capitalised, took his back, and RNC choked him out. So very, very impressive comeback win. It's all very veteran-like. He just hung in there, did enough to keep it tight, keep the damage to as minimum as possible on himself and capitalise later on where where Lee sort of gassed out a little bit so yeah disappointing for Kevin Lee like I say I did pick him to win and he was looking good he was looking good I think this his first fight up at welterweight I think maybe he just needs a little bit more time to to settle in and find find his groove there find his kind of uh, optimum sort of physique and condition going into into the fights at the at the higher weight but 
yeah, good win for RDA. And I think he was like number four ranked, number five ranked or something. So puts himself right up there for a title shot. Now, the only thing is the champ is Usman, who's already sort of uh, walked straight through him. So, yeah, puts a interesting sort of a dilemma into the mix there. Yeah, I'll get back to Lee, though. I, th- I thought you looked absolutely shattered, no? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was trying to be kind, but he didn't. <laughs> he, he didn't look great in that fourth round, and he'd done a lot of work. He pushed the pace, so yeah, it was, it was very grueling wrestling, grind heavy, wasn't it? Though, so that's going to take the sting out of anyone. But <clears throat> yeah, he looks absolutely shattered. I think you're right in that he's going to take time to get used to it. He's coming in at a new weight, um, but the only problem I see is that RDA is not exactly the biggest of welterweights. What's going to happen when he comes across someone who's actually a true welterweight? Do you know what I mean? Mm, someone like Usman or Woodley, you saw, I mean, Covington, you've seen what he's done to to people, uh, RDA, RDA being one of them, exactly, yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> it'll be a tough, tough road back <clears throat> from here. I think he's going to, I think he'll be alright, but I think he's going to have to start, he's almost sort of uh, talked himself into these big fights now, and um mm. He needs to sort of take a step back a bit and sort of fight someone a bit lower down the rankings. Do you not think? Because otherwise, if he's in there, look, look who's in there in a minute, like Edwards, Lawler, Woodley. They're all in the top 10. I mean, he's not going to be able to sort of ease his way in with them, is he? He's going no, to have to. He's going to be looking, have to look at the 10 to 15 mark, I think. With RDA, <clears throat> do you think he might be able to. I don't know. There's a host of welterweights. We'll get into them later. Um, but. Because he's lost to the interim champion, because he's lost to the actual champion, he's in a bit of a sticky spot as well, I think. Yeah, big time. I don't know who he fights next. Covington is the standout name because he's ranked above him and he hasn't got a fight lined up. So, I mean, he doesn't look likely to fight anytime soon and probably not for not a title. So, otherwise, where do you go? You're going to have to wait a little while, I think. Masvidal, can you wait until that fight plays out against Askren? You've got to think Covington's fighting Usman, right? I know they haven't announced it, but surely that's next. I hope so. Yeah, I do hope so. I think it's the it's the only logical step, really. But um, yeah, quality win for him. He, we doubted him, and they proved us wrong again. Joe, we need to sort it out. Definitely, yeah. Always well, trust the moustache from this point onwards. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. See Cummins. True. Yeah. 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 Ed Herman still doing it. So do fi- you know, fifty did you see on the one? tashes. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen this one. So you're gonna have to talk me through it. Um, I've only seen the highlights, I've got to admit, and um, I'm a very reliable source, the bloke at work. He yeah. said that Ed Herman was literally just about to fully gas and then just sort of landed a big knee. Knocks really? him out. Nice. Yeah. So Because uh, yeah, Patrick Cummins is decent. He's a, he's a, he's a good level <clears throat> fighter. So. Oh, Ed, Ed Herman, he's been around for bloody years. He yes. was on Bisping's Ultimate Fighter series. Yeah, I think, I think you mentioned him last week as well. He's getting a couple of shout-outs. He, yeah, he's a legend, mate. But... Um, yeah, big win for him. Any others there you want to shout out about? What ones did you see? What ones do you like the look of? I thought, um, well, let's, let's get Luke out of the way. Obviously very disappointed that Neil Magny had to drop out. D-Rock, old crancy boy, he stepped up for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, quick but briefly, Luke, look, I mean, I mean tell you what, D-Rock came out all guns blazing. The first two and a half minutes, he was, he was on top, I think. He was winning the fight. But... Luke hung on there, kept it yeah, kept it tight again, similar to RDA and capitalised TKO, still managed to finish it with only half a round left. So very impressive for Luke. Hopefully, do you know how injured Magni is? Uh, he, he's been usarded. Oh, he's been usarded. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was. It sounds like a tainted something. He don't look like the kind of guy who's going to do it. He come out straight that. away with a uh, statement saying exactly what it was and things like that. Okay. So I fully expect that to sort of clear up soon. But <laughs> however long these things take, I don't know. So Luke, he weren't in there long, so he could he could quite conceivably get back in there pretty quickly. Uh, he might have his eye on someone like RDA to jump the jump the queue a bit. Yeah, very, yeah, true, actually, yeah. So that, that is a decent matchup. Doesn't do much for RDA, a very risky fight. But uh, yeah, yeah, that that could be one we see actually. But fair enough to uh, old Cranchy boy, as you put him. He was on. <laughs> uh, you don't watch Looking for a Fight, do you? Do you watch that mm, with Matt Serrett and Thomas? Not so much anymore. I watch some of the early ones. Yeah, yeah. It was they released one. I think it was on Friday or Saturday, uh, and Cranchy boy was on there. He was about. They sort of poo-pooed him. I think he was in the main event or something. And he, he's got a very so-so record, and it? it's like 23, 10 and 2 or something yeah. like that. And he won on uh, um, looking for a fight. And Dana's like, yeah, but I don't want him on here. He's old, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but he actually, the guy, he liked his personality because he was getting in his face and things like that. And uh, he put him on for the Contender Series. Then Magni drops out, however many days notice, and then uh, they throw Crancy in there. So fair play to him. He was, he was yeah, lucky definitely. to get on the Contender Series, let alone fighting the UFC, and he's fighting Luke. He was an absolute like, a savage, and let's, let's be real. So I think he'll definitely get another shot. I think he deserves one, yeah. To put it on a top 15 fight like that, straight out of nowhere, as you've just, just explained, yeah, brilliant. So yeah, but Like you say, he was on top. So Definitely, yeah. But uh, yeah, what else do we have? Charles Oliveira? No submission this time. No submission. A bit surprising, but he is deadly with his hands and his elbows and all sorts as well. Where's he go from here then? I mean, he got destroyed last time he was uh, sort of up in the upper echelons with Felder. Does he have another crack? I mean, he's got to make the step up sooner rather than later for me. Yeah, I think uh, I think Makachev might have called him out. He's a couple of places above him. Oh, did maybe, he? Maybe you could give that a go. I think I saw that. Could be making it up, who knows. But... Uh, Gregor Gillespie, he needs a fight. He's in there. Doesn't yeah, got off the radar, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's just, I think he's just fishing in the middle fishing, of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, good win. Surprised he uh, got the knockout. But um, very good. That's a, that was a weird trilogy, wasn't it? Lentz and Oliveira. You know, as a trilogy. <laughs> no, just like, they fought three times. Did three times like <laughs> the most underwhelming trilogy <laughs> yeah. in just MMA sure. history. That. But um, on that note, should we move on? Felicia Spencer. Picked up a very surprising win, I thought, against Anderson. I didn't know too much about Spencer. Anderson, I don't know. We're kind of hoping that she's uh, going to be quite good. Um, yeah, very impressive win for Spencer. First round, submission. I think, well, you, you saw a big gap in between the, the, the grappling of Spencer and Anderson. Spencer obviously knew that going in there and was uh, once she sort of got the clinch, got got her tied up, she was uh, relentless in getting the takedown because she knew that's where she was going to have her advantage. So, yeah, good win for Spencer out of nowhere almost. So what's that title shot? She's <laughs> beat the uh, the only contender. Yeah, yeah. What's happening there, Joe? What's happening there? Well, just rematch it for a for a title shot. Rematch who? Anderson Spencer. Might as well. They're the only two. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. What a pony division. <laughs> what else was there? Do you want to throw one? All right. Danny Roberts, should we, should we get it out of the way? Get into it, yeah, go on. So, uh, Pereira, 
a lot of hype behind him. His debut, wasn't it? Yes. Very flashy, very, very sort of uh, viral style, shall we say. Um, started off with the the ring announcements by doing a Booker T spinner Rooney. Nice. And uh, at, at that point, we should have known, really, shouldn't we? <laughs> Obviously, we were all behind Danny Roberts. Yeah, he got a raw deal last time in London. Dodgy ref decision. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Pereira looked about two two weight classes above him. Um, I don't know how he makes 170. But that's besides the point. He's very flashy. He was doing a couple of showtime kicks off the off the cage, and then he he landed this knee joke. And then it was almost like Roberts was outstanding, and then Pereira just landed another straight right, and it just put him to sleep. Very nasty knockout. Um, gutted for Roberts, of course, but uh, a very exciting prospect in Pereira. Absolutely. Well, that's that's sort of the two sides of the coin, I, I guess. It's very. Very disappointing for Roberts. He'll be back, I'm sure, take a bit of time off. But on the other hand, like you say, Pereira massively announced himself because Roberts is no joke and he's gone out there and d- dispatched him in one round. That's what, what What more can you ask for, really? He's one of the most Brazilian uh, speaking people I've ever seen as well. <laughs> so, thank you, Hartester. Dana Height. Great accent. Ah, oh, brilliant. But yeah, like I say, gutted for Roberts. I was actually stayed up for this one and uh, I went to sleep pretty sad. Mm. <laughs> what, what about co-main? So I don't think you stayed up for the co-main. Ian Heinish beat uh, Carlos Jr. decision. So we've, we've had a few uh, TKOs and KOs there. This one a little bit uh, a little bit more slower pace. But Ian Heinish, I think he's um, sort of proved himself to be the re- real deal recently. We saw him last time out. Where was that? Ferreira. Yeah, that's it. Good win there. Looked very impressive. Again, kind of out of nowhere a little bit. And in a co-main event on a fight night in New York, up against a dangerous grappler. Good striker as well. Good good impressive win for Ian Heinish. If you look at all the grappling exchanges, held his own, more than held his own. Got his own top position. Good on the feet as well, matched in there. Very impressive win on a big stage. Aspen lad, Joe. Your mate. Old Aspen Lad. Massive fan of Aspen Lad. Got a cracking win against Eubanks. 2-0 against Sajara now. Yeah, 2-0. Um, couldn't finish it again. Very close fight, I've got to say. I was extremely impressed by Sajara. Uh, we both went into this one thinking uh, Lad would win quite handily. Yeah, I did. But um, first round, arguably Sajara's. Second round all day long was Lad. She had uh, Eubanks in two very, very deep rear naked chokes, which I was very impressed with Sajara's sort of defence and sort of uh, reversal. She could manage to get out of both of them. I think they were 10-8 on all the cards, though. And the third round was just just pure brawling. I, I do worry about uh, Lad's stand-up, to be honest. Really? Now she's sort of like... Gone three rounds. Not, not so much that. It's, it's more the, the fact she's probably about number five or six now, and she's only going to be fighting... The top level bantamweights now. Well, Holly Holm was Holly supposed exactly. to fight. Yeah. Looking back now, that I think that's one of the, a big blessing because you don't get better strike strikers points. than that, do you? Nah, exactly. And if you, if it's not her, it's Nunes. Um, but uh, striking a lot left to be desired. She uh, she's only twenty four and she's a grappler. So hopefully she's working on that um, extensively between fights. But very good on the ground, unbelievable, and a big win for her. Congratulations, that lady. What else is there? Davy Ramos, or Hamos, not sure how you say it. It's Brazilian. He uh, opened up the main card, 
decision win over Hubbard. He's a he's a bit of a legend. Ramos has been a, been around for a while, hasn't he? So uh, yeah, decent decent uh, fight to open the card. You got any more on the prelims? Well, there's a couple of decent knockouts. Herman we mentioned, Julio Arca uh, knocked out. Uh, oh, what's his name? Julian Arosa. Yeah, so Julio Arca knocked out uh, Julian Arosa. A brutal head kick. Look that one up if you can. Zach Cummins won by a sub. Uh, Desmond Green won a decision. Quite handily. He's from Rochester, but um, weren't weren't the greatest performance, if you ask me. Aside from that, Grant Dawson beat Michael Trezano. He was very impressive. I thought that because Trezano's decent as well. So when I saw that result, I was a little bit surprised. Well, uh, Grant Dawson comes out of James Krause's uh, camp. It's his coach. He's doing quite well uh, of recent weeks. Um, but Trezano, yeah, 9-0 going into this. He won tough, I think. I think he's uh, got a lot of kickboxing bouts. He's unbeaten in that. Um, so, yeah, huge win for Dawson. Yeah, yeah he's impressive. very impressive. He's young. He's good on the ground. He's completely outclassed him. Um, that's at £145. And, uh, yeah, I think he's definitely one to keep an eye on. So, all in all, pretty decent card, I thought. I thought it was alright, yeah. I missed the uh, Heinish fight, I must say. It was a decent fight. It was, it was more about the performance from Heinish, I felt. Rather than a, yeah. a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, a solid 7.5 out of 10 from me. I think I'd agree with that, yeah. What else we got, Joe? All right. We had some boxing at the weekend, right? We had some boxing at the weekend, and I think that leads us nicely to our Simon Safarov Award for Outstanding Achievement. That is right, the Safoa. <laughs> So this is a weekly award we give out for said outstanding achievement. This can be good, this can be bad. I've got some uh, a couple of nominations this week, Matthew. It's a little bit thin on the ground. We haven't got we haven't got tons going on, but I would like to throw in from the boxing world Tyson Fury's suit. I don't know if you saw him uh, sporting that during the week. Uh, I certainly did. Yeah. So I thought, <laughs> does the suit get it or Tyson Fury? Uh, I, think, I think they come as a package in this case. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you get one without the other, if I'm being completely honest. But uh, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving it to a, a suit on a rack. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he had some uh, famous faces on there. I like the lining as well. We didn't just stop with the outside. He had the inside of the uh, jacket, so that's a good shout. Uh, I think uh, you mentioned, and I saw it briefly, the Booker T style... Uh, Spinneroni. <laughs> at the start of uh, Pereira's Pereira's fight when he was getting announced. I think that's good. I think once you see that, you, you know you're in trouble, as you alluded to earlier. Uh, but unfortunately, I think I think we're we're a little bit late this week uh, because this happened quite a few days ago now, and he's since fought and looked very impressive. But I think Ty, uh, Deontay Wilder might be my uh, my nomination for this week. I have to agree with you, Joe. Some so, naughty comments, weren't they? Really? What exactly did he did he say? Do you know? I don't know exactly exactly what he said, oh. but he he sort of um, said he wants a body on his record and he's <laughs> yeah. going to come and get it with Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Which Pretty is strong words. Yeah, it's strong words. Fighting talk, Joe. And, but, um, uh, it's, near- it's not a great thing to say, isn't it? It doesn't really. Uh, cover him with glory it's not a great thing to say uh, he did nearly follow through with that promise at the weekend but oh, um, I think when when you see fellow professionals savages themselves coming out and saying yes that, that's a little bit strong Deontay then uh, <laughs> I, I think you know where you stand really yeah 
Connor would probably get away with it, but probably. But uh, yeah, I've, Joe, I've got to agree with you. I think that's the only only winner this week. The fact he nearly sort of followed through with it as well. Yeah, yeah, yes, that compounds it. So the awards in the post, is it? Yes, congratulations, Deontay, the Safara. Well done, big man. Right. Okay. What else we got? We have some fight news. A little bit of news. Yeah, we got. We start with uh, the one forty-fivers. One forty-five. Yeah. So we had Volkanovski up against Aldo last week. Dominated the fight. Pretty comfortable win against Jose Aldo. Title shot beckons. We fought. Turns out that's not the case. Frankie Edgar, out of nowhere, at the last minute, comes in and, and signs the deal. He's going to be fighting Max Holloway for the title. Featherweight. What do you reckon? Uh, when I first heard this, I thought, do you know what? This is um, this is a bit unfair on Alex. I thought, uh, I thought he's just won. He's just beaten Aldo. He's just got a, a blood infection in Chile. <laughs> yeah. He stopped him think, flying home. I think he got home yesterday, so... So, so having done all this, um, the, the wins actually, the week's actually been pretty shit for him, despite terrible. posting one of the best wins of his career. <laughs> it's been a terrible week for Max uh, for <laughs> Volkanovski, yeah. But, um, but on second thought, I really looked at it and I thought, do you know what? <clears throat> this is a huge fight for for both Frankie and Max for their legacies, for Frankie to get two sort of titles in different weight classes, Max to to beat another legend. Um, and I think by the time it's happened and by the time Volkanovski's ready to go again um, I think he, he could quite easily sit out and find a winner I think you're probably right actually when is when is this fight you got the date there I think it's I think it's in July 27th July UFC so 240 just over two months away yeah I think you're, I think you're probably right I think uh, Volkanovski after going through sort of that, that, that tough fight and having having the health problems after it will probably keep him out just long enough to to be in time for that fight, to, to fight the winner. So probably a decent shout. I'm with you. I was a little bit surprised. I do feel a little bit bad for Volkanovski. I would still like to see Volkanovski get it. Obviously, he's he's going to get the winner unless Frankie wins and then there might be a rematch. But I yeah, I don't think you can begrudge Frankie yeah, getting get, get this fight. So fair play. He deserves yeah. it probably when, when you look at his uh, work. Yeah, I think um, I think he's getting rewarded. Do you remember when Max and Frank? This is the third time they're meant to be fighting. Do you remember when they were meant to fight and uh, Frankie fought Ortega instead? Yes, yeah, which KO'd. Didn't go well for him. He, he didn't have to take that fight, and I think this is the UFC's sort of way of sort of saying, "Yeah, thanks for sort of keeping that pay per view alive," sort of thing. So yeah, good shout. I mean, he's 37 now. Max is 27. I think you've got to think fancy Max there. I've looked at the early odds. Max is 3-10 to 10 and Frankie 11-5. So one last shot of it for uh, Frankie and I think probably sort of start winding down, right? Yeah, and I, I think I I would favour Max as well. I, I would have given Frankie more of a chance until I saw the Ortega fight. I know it's one fight and it, it, these things can happen, but yeah. that, that would worry me slightly against Max. So... Uh, but yeah, last chance saloon for, for Edgar and I wouldn't mind seeing him do it. Be a shame for Max, but we'd probably get a rematch out of it. So it'll be a good uh, good year. But yeah, like you say there, he, he could get a rematch out of it. That's what worries me for Volkanovski. It's very risky. While it's probably the right thing oh, to yeah. do, to just sit out and fight someone case. else. That's worst case for Volkanovski. He's going to be behind Max 100%, I would have thought. But like convincingly as well, yeah, if there's yeah. any sort of shred of controversy, there's a rematch. And also, 
on that same card, you got Ortega and Zabit. So any one of them two puts on a fucking sensational performance. Yeah, you're right. MMA actually. fans, MMA fans, us as well, have yeah. got short memories. We'll forget that Volkanovski put on a clinic against Aldo, and we'll be like, nah, we want Zabit or Ortega after that performance to fight on the same night. Definitely, yeah. Bang you know on. what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a worry for me, because we both like Volkanovski, and it seems a bit short-sighted that, what with that Australian sort of card, I mean, it's not official yet, but they're clearly going to do it later in the year, unless they're just sort of trying to give Frankie the sort of reward for stepping in that time I mentioned, and let him... Volkanovski sort of sit out and fight the win. I don't know, but yeah, it's a big risk if you ask me. I don't want Volkanovski to go in there, fight someone, and get beat because he'll go right to the back of the queue again. Agreed. But, but is what it is, eh? It Let's is what, what it is. Yeah. So T Wood dropped out of his fight against Robbie Lawler, the rematch that I wasn't um, too taken aback by. Bit of a surprise, but nevertheless, Woodley's out. So that's throws a little bit of a spanner in the works. Or does it for that welterweight division? I think it's just a lot of people vying for the attention of Lawler here. Have you seen social media? Have you ever had a butcher's? I've had a little butcher's, but yeah, go ahead. Um, it's just a host of welterweights calling out for the uh, opportunity to fight Big Robbie. Got uh, Zaleski Dos Santos, seven-fight win streak, called Great him fight. out. Big Leon Edwards, seven-fight win streak, called him out. Uh, Ponsonibio. Seven fight win streak, called him out. <laughs> uh, Anthony Rocco Martin, four fight win streak, probably won't get it, to be honest. No, but I like his, uh, I like his enthusiasm. Yeah, you, you got to be in it to win it, ain't you? Let's be honest. Exactly. Darren Till called him out a one seven five. Really, I didn't see that one. So Darren wants a little bit. Yeah, uh, personally, I, I'm, I don't want to see that. He, how, how long ago was London? Not long enough, I would say. Yeah, exactly. I. I and 175 as well leads me to believe that he's probably not ready to sort of... He's not he's not in the best of shape as it is at the minute. So um, And against Lawler as well, do you know what I mean? So, rest up, I, I would say, for a few more months there. And finally, last but not least, Mike Perry called him out. Love it. Mike Perry should have known his name would be in there. So, who's your he's, preference at this moment in time? Um, well, Perry called him out before. There's a bit of narrative there. Didn't he say once uh, everybody wants me to to see me beat up Robbie Lawler? Remember that? Mm, yeah, you might be right. I, I think... Right, I think Edwards should get it, really. If I'm honest. Because he's English like yourself? Or... I That might play into it. It <laughs> might play into it, but uh, probably more the seven-fight win streak. Getting shunned for the Askren-Masvidal fight. There's a title, the title sort of pictures sort of sewn up with Covington and Usman. There's no one really else in the top five. Uh, obviously, I don't think Lord is even in the top five, but he's probably the next best thing. He's the biggest name. And I think Edwards deserves it. I think, though, that Perry will probably get it. Mm. Purely for his character. Yeah, you might be right. Robbie Lawler, number 10. Edwards, number 11. Perry, not ranked. Dos Santos, Dos Santos even, 14. I wouldn't mind seeing that myself, personally. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I want I want Edwards to get that fight. But um, well, Perry. I was going to say Perry's a little bit louder, a little bit um, more flamboyant, should we say, outside of the ring. Edwards has has started to pick that up a little bit himself. You might be right. Perry might get it, but yeah, definitely rooting for Edwards to get that one. But this is on uh, UFC on ESPN free. So this is like this is probably better than being on pay per view with regards to eyes on you. 
So this is a really big opportunity for whoever gets it. So I think that's probably more in the back of these well-awaited minds. They're like, if I beat Robbie Lawler in front of X amount of people watching ESPN, I'm on the map. And that's perfect for Leon Edwards, particularly what happened in London. It's sort of like backstage and stuff. He needs to sort of put his stamp on the division like once and for all. Yeah, absolutely. And if he, he could go out there and stop uh, Robbie Lawler in front of all those people, as you say, and then hit the mic after, just go yeah. absolutely nuts, call out <laughs> everyone and their dog. I think, again, in front of all those people, I think you're laughing. Yeah, he's open, eh? Um, yes. But I think whoever whoever falls short in this little tournament to fight uh, Lawler, I think I think should fight Dos Santos. So if Edwards doesn't get this, not Dos Santos, Dos Anjos. Yes. Uh, I'd like to see Edwards fight him, to be honest. What do you reckon? How do you like them apples? <laughs> yeah, I do like those apples, actually, Matthew. But I did have that in mind when I was watching the fight earlier. I watched it on the train home from work earlier and when it finished uh, and obviously you'd mentioned the, the Lawler news I thought yeah that's not a bad little shout there I think again for for Dos Anjos and Natash it's, uh, it's it's looking backwards it's looking over your shoulder a little bit but um, I think it's a winnable fight on a big stage against a big name so uh, I'd be I'd like to see that as well yeah yeah well there we shall go. see yeah what else did you want to get into there's no fights next week, is there? So there is no fights next week. So usually at this stage, we'd have a little look at those. We'd have our papers in front of our, a bit, a bit of research going, and we'd uh, we'd go through them. Because there isn't that, I think uh, we're in May now, coming up to the end of the May, nearly June. Obviously, that would be halfway through the year. For uh, any new listeners, uh, anyone who doesn't know, back at the end of 2018, I think it was about Christmas time, we made our predictions for who we thought would be the champion in each division come the end of 2019 so I think Matthew seeing as we've got a little bit of uh, time and space this week we should revisit those and see how our sort of uh, our foresight our gift that we've been given see how it uh, has is going so far I think it's a great idea I mean I'm looking at some of them now brilliant some, of, they? some, some of them some, some of yours are good I've got to say yeah some, a, lots are good. some are good in a, a, a drastically bad way as well so should we uh, should we cut the the crap out of this quickly? One four five featherweight. I think we we're on to a winner. So I thought. So just to, just to explain, we made an official pick, our serious pick. This is who we think is going to be the champion at the end of twenty nineteen. We also made a little uh, little outsider. So one four five. We both went to beat because we thought Max was going to move up to uh, to lightweight, which he has done, and then we both picked Volkanovski as our, our outsider. So. I think come the end of 2019, I think you, I think we're we're on for it on that one. I think the only the only sort of dodgy bit there is Max didn't look great when he went up, did he? Yeah, so he may not hang around at lightweight. Uh, in which case, we're asking Zabi or Volkanovski to beat him. But I don't mind doable. those odds. All, all, all told, it is doable, isn't Definitely. it? Right. What else we got? Uh, should we go a step down to uh, to bantamweight? I don't think. Well, I was going to say... I don't think I th- our official picks are going to come in here. You uh, you sort of skipped over my favourite pick of, of mine. Oh, sorry, go on. So, so yeah, Bantamweight, as, as you say, you, you went straight to the feathers. Um, yeah, so my official pick was TJ Dillashaw, which is, is not looking very good at the moment. Outside, outside it was Jimmy Rivera, so that's not looking too great either. 
Yeah, one's been popped for two years and the other one's been beat a couple of times. Eh? <laughs> I thought that was a brilliant pick. Well, both of mine. Yours might even time. yours might be even better. I must say. But, <laughs> my at least mine's getting in the. Uh, oh fuck no, he's not in it. <laughs> but TJ is my official. Yeah. A big Dom Cruise. Dom Cruise for the outside bet. What happened there? I got more chance with Tom Cruise. I think. <laughs> Not, not half. <laughs> he's still got a chance. What are we in May? He's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? None of us picked Mariah's at all. Nah, I know. And it then uh, if we look shows at, you what we know. Look at flyweight. We both thought there'd be no division, i.e., no champ, and that's. It's I don't, know, that don't know what. Don't really know what's going on there. I think uh, so. still the champ, isn't he? So at this rate, he still will be. But no, no one would have fought him for the belt. So. By, by that token, should we look at 145 uh, treacles? Ah, oh, 145 treacles. I'm with you. Just, yeah. to, just to sort of get get out of the way and that, that we both put no division, didn't we? So, yeah. So, Nunes is the champ now. And we didn't think there would be a division at the end of the year. And sort of the way there, I don't know, people like Megan Anderson and stuff are going, it, it, yeah, probably won't be a division there either. No. I'd, Nunes ain't, ain't going up there again, is she? Cyborg ain't coming back. Yeah, I want to fall so. Nah, I think we've nailed it there. Yeah, so we've got those two right. Where do you want to go? Uh, Fifty-five for the for the lads. <laughs> so I had Khabib as my official pick. That's pretty standard. And yeah. uh, Tony Ferguson, outsider, which you know, if he, beat, if he beats Cowboy, I think, and stays on the uh, sort of the straight and narrow for a, a series of months. I think we're looking at a Khabib Tony matchup come September time, maybe October. So I reckon. I reckon I picked one of the winners here. Hopefully we get to see that at the back end of the year, finally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How many times now? Four? Five? Four. four I think. Oh, Jesus. It's got to happen, in it? So, like, as much as we both like Cowboy, I've got to be rooting for Tony there just to see that matchup. Agreed. And you had uh, Max Holloway as the outsider for Lightweight, which didn't go to plan so far. No, I mean, maybe in a, a year or two. <laughs> But um, by the end of the year, it'd be an absolute stretch if he managed to pull that off in some way, particularly yeah. with the, the jam log. Is that a word, jam log? I believe so. Log jam. Log jam, that's, that's it, yeah. That's it, not a jam of log. <laughs> um, but yeah, got Khabib, he's, he's the safest bet of the lot, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah, other than uh, John Jones, but even then, you never know what he's going to do. So yeah, Khabib is the, the lock for that one. Where do you want to go? 170, actually. I had Woodley, thought he'd still be there. Yeah. Obviously, he's not. And then I Darren Till was my outsider, so not looking uh, as rosy in this category. Yeah, so he'd already been been beat for the title at this point, hadn't he? And you thought he might make a bit of a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Darren Till, that was, yeah. Yeah, I, I think T, T would still got a chance. He has. He's going to have to get get, uh, get a move on, though. So he's yes. one hand, perhaps. That's six but months. But Ibio is my outsider. Which I think is still definitely possible because he hasn't fought since then. Yeah, he's he's definitely possible, but I don't know where he is. I think that's the first <laughs> time I heard him pipe up the other day is when T Wood was out. So hopefully he'll he'll get a wriggle on and start start getting some wins and get that title shot by the end of the year. Yeah, I think he needs two fights. I think he needs uh, a fight against the top five or whatever, and then title shot and after title that. Shot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. I'm in with a shout there. 85, you've got two crackers. Rob Whitaker and Israel Adesanya. 
That's just nailed on one of them, isn't official, it? Official uh, and outsider in that order. Got to be nailed on, isn't it? Because if, if Whitaker beats Adesanya, no one's beating him. And if, Adesan- yeah. if Adesanya beats Whitaker, there's probably a rematch uh, and no one else will beat Adesanya, I would have thought. But in, in the timeline alone, you're going to... You've nailed it, I think. Isn't it going to be in, what, October? So you've probably nailed that one, I think. I think unless some unless someone has to drop out. That, well, yeah, that's it. Unless whoever, yeah, Romero. Yeah, big Romero. I've got Matil as my outsider as random one. I think I thought he was going to sort of make a step up. This is before the Masvidal fight, innit? So yeah, you thought he'd go up straight away after that, didn't you? And go on a bit of a run. Yeah. But, um, probably unlikely. What with the contenders already in that division in front of him, he'd have to go some way and knock off a top contender like sort of pretty much instantaneously to have any chance this year certainly in the future but by the end of the year probably unlikely do you think I think it's unlikely but again I think if he decided to move up took a fight against a top 10 top 5 I think he could talk his way into a title shot if they wanted to fit one in New Year's Eve something like that if Australia's in October other than that it's uh, asking a lot I would say yeah yeah 205 favourite division so I actually went I think we were John Jones was in our bad books at the time. I might just preface, preface this with that because my official pick for who I thought would be the champ in light heavyweight was Anthony Smith. But I th- I'm sure you had some logic behind this. I thought maybe you thought Jones was going up. I th- or did you, just, you might did be right. You- I think Did you I, just think Jones was just going to get beat by Big Smithy? I think it was a combination. I think I thought Jones might go up, which we were all thinking at the time back end of 2018. I was thinking that maybe he might get popped or something or just do something crazy, which he does. Or I was just not a, bit, a big fan of John Jones at the time, I think. Yeah, three fantastic reasons, yeah. I think. Yeah, so you had, yeah. you had the, obviously the uh, the Pico Grahams going on, so I was kind of yeah, oh, yeah. hoping, yeah. hoping Anthony, Anthony Smith would get it done. Uh, my outsider though, Johnny Walks, big Johnny Walker. Uh, I'm still, I'm still on that. I mean, he, he might have destroyed his shoulder doing the worm last time out. So who knows with that? But I still think Johnny Walks has got a big chance. As do I. He's my outsider as well. I think I'm nailed on with my picks here. John Jones, official. Johnny Walker, outsider. Pretty solid, I think. Who else is getting in there? Khalil Rounder, if he gets one back on Johnny Walker, maybe. I mean, yeah, Santos, if he somehow beats Jones. Can you see it? Not really, no, but it's... What uh, is it, like a 90-second blitz? Yeah, 90... I mean... The I only gonna, way yeah, going to get it done, isn't it? I was going to say, if it, uh, if it went a little bit longer, then Santos has always got a chance with his power, but I think if it goes any longer, Jones will just be wiping the floor with him, literally. Yeah, I, I, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's got to be in one, or it's, it's not going to happen. I'll certainly be rooting for him, but um, I want to see Jones and Walker. Yeah, all day long. Probably a little too early for Walker. We haven't seen him sort of battle-tested against a, a strong wrestler just yet, but, mate, on paper, that's mouth-watering. It is, it is, and it's just a shame that he did hurt himself last time out because he probably would have fought again by now. Then he could have got another one in in a couple of months' time, and then you could have been looking at a December showdown with Jones. Uh, I don't know too much about Walker's injury. Hopefully it's not... Too bad because yeah, I think I think 
Yeah, you might be right. Maybe we're looking at March next year is more likely for, for Walker to get his shot. But I think he's going to do it at some point. For all we know, his, his gas tank might be absolutely terrible. Yeah, it might be. Because <laughs> uh, what's his total time? It can't be even five minutes. Probably not. Uh, not in his last couple, two or three. So we don't know how his shoulder is, do we? No, I haven't seen anything. But I heard he had shoulder surgery, which is not good at all. Really, yeah, it could go either way, couldn't it? Right, should we move up to heavyweight? Heavyweights are, this is where my thinking was, yeah, John Jones was my official pick for heavyweight. I thought he'd come up and beat DC. And then uh, my outside outside bet, which is still alive, was Francis and Garnu to come back on a on a big comeback trail in a big way and, and sort of utilise utilize his power. So I'm trying to scale my mind back. Had he just beaten Blazey at this point? He was on a two-fight skid and he'd just beaten Blazey. Pretty right, sure, Simon? pretty sure. And I thought, you know what, He's he's gone away and he's... He's worked on some things and he looks sort of a little bit transformed. So I thought, yeah, I thought something had clicked. And I think at the time he was saying how he's sort of gone back to enjoying it a little bit. Everything got a little bit too much. He bought into the hype of being the baddest man on the planet. And then he got that win over Blades and he said, yeah, it was sort of back to basics. So that was why. And uh, yeah, it's looking looking good still. He's gone a bit uh, a bit quiet there, hasn't he? No, no one's sort of been linked with him to fight or have I missed something completely no well no, no one wants to fight him do they that's uh, oh it... no no he's fighting De Santos isn't he forgot that oh so yeah he's fighting De Santos next oh, and then, poor old junior and then Stipe DC winner yeah I think you could be looking at old Francis Frankie back in there Frankie um, I've got DC as the champion yeah solid solid shirt I think at the time I was I was convinced that Jones was going to be up there and then DC would beat him Yeah, you thought, as champion at the end of the year. I still think it's going to happen. There's a lot of talk. Jones says, I'm, I'll go up to heavyweight, but not for DC and all this carry on. It's, got, it's going to happen. It's go. And I would be absolutely crushed if old DC lost the heavyweight title to him as well. He's got nothing then. He's got know. nothing over Jones. I don't ever want to contemplate it at this point. I mean, where do you think his mind's at? Is he like, if I get that one back... That's fine. It's all sorted. It's done. I think so. That's got, got it back. That's got to be where it is. But if he loses, I, I would wait. Belt. He's got nothing over him. Yeah, I, I would be the opposite. I would be thinking of that scenario. The second. The second. Yeah, the latter. Yeah. I would be worrying about. Yeah, like you say, losing that to John Jones as well. With uh, you know, people are saying DC might be the best heavyweight ever. Never lost. Won the uh, Strikeforce Grand Grand Prix. Come out. Come over here. Knocked out. Stepe. Knocked Stepe out. And if John Jones was to come up and beat him, that would be devastating. But I bet it's not even on DC's mind, really. I bet that's not what where his head's at. Well, to be honest, I think you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be as well, because it's not right off Stipe. Yeah, I, I fancied him in the first fight, and I, uh, I'm quite inclined to fancy him in the second as well, because I don't think he'd make the same mistakes, mistakes again. Yeah. As in, in the first fight. Stipe's massive. He's quick. He's... He's one of the best ever, so um, you'd be a fool to look past him. Um, but if he does get past him, that Jones one's... Imagine that. That's that's the ultimate fight. That is the biggest fight in MMA history for me, if that happens, at heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think so. Everyone knows John Jones, don't they? And most people know DC as well. And most people know about that rivalry, so... And that's... most people like DC and... Most people hate John Jones. That's perfect. Yes, and I think that's important. <laughs> I think that that is the thing. It's a fight where everyone will wants one of those fighters to win. 
everyone's invested whether they love you or hate you that's that's what sells at the end of the day yeah absolutely just to wrap up that heavyweight my outsider was Kane yeah Kane Velasquez there was some logic there I'll give you that one but um, yeah not ideal start that's not going to happen is it no I wouldn't have thought so it was over before it started let's be honest should we move over to the, the ladies yeah so I'm pretty happy with my shouts here well, well my, you're absolutely nailed on with a bloody straw weights here. I think so. So my my official pick was Tatiana Suarez. And I think, I believe she's got a fight lined up. So she wins that. That's a title shot. So she's in there. And I think she'll win. Uh, my outsider was Jessica Andrade, who not a week ago picked up the title. So she can hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm on to one there as well. Yeah, I've got Andrade as well as my official pick, with Rose as the outsider. I mean, I'm not sure why I had her as the outsider. She was the champion at the time. <laughs> yeah. I've cheated a little bit there. You saw this redemption story coming. You knew that she would lose that first fight, go away, do something amazing for charity, and then come back and, and reclaim it by the end of the year, I think. I think that's where so your you, head was at. you think it's still on? I f- yeah, I think it's still on. If Rose is up for it, I think she comes back and probably pieces uh, Andrade up again. If she can, obviously getting knocked out which is easier said than done I can't see her getting past Suarez Andrade I mean Andrade no I, I, I think yeah, I think Suarez is an absolute monster and she was my official pick to be 2019 champ and I think I think that's nailed on to be honest yeah I think I missed a trick there to be honest I think you've nailed it 125 125 yeah Shevchenko was my official still there um I didn't really have any qualms uh, about Shevchenko, but my outsider was Jessica Rai. Uh What about yourself? Uh, yeah, Shevchenko, Shevchenko as well. again, got... pretty nailed yeah. on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got here Mackenzie Dern, who's, who's had a baby, so she's not going to be winning the title. <laughs> How inconsiderate. I know, how dare. Did she not know? I've picked her as my outsider. <laughs> this is in UK picks. I, I, I completely forgot I picked her. I think I was scrabbling for names in that division at the time. I don't think there was many people in there. There wasn't at the time, and it's very unlikely that, that either of them, any of them, are going to beat Shevchenko, I think, to be fair to you. Okay. Let's go on to the Bantams, eh? Again, so, I think we've both done quite well with. Yeah, so, I mean, the official pick for the Bantams, obviously, is Amanda Nunes. Why, why wouldn't you pick her? Um, I think, if I'm honest, she probably will be the champ still. Uh, end of this year she probably have one fight this year I would have thought that's probably what she needs to do big pay-per-view so she, you know I think timing wise it'll be difficult for anyone to sort of get a shot at her before the year runs out so I think Amanda Nunes nailed on and the outsider was Aspen Lads who um, got the win obviously at the weekend still unbeaten still going strong but uh, now that we see more of her as you, as you mentioned earlier striking needs a bit of work so end of the year might be a little bit too soon but I've still got high hopes for her yeah I've got high hopes for her as well I think it's a good little outside pick I do think it will be a little bit too soon I just can't see her beating Nunes with the stage it's uh, lads out in her career at the minute nah that's a big ask at the moment yeah she may well develop into a better fight than Nunes but by the end of the year that's that's a stretch to be honest Um, I've got home as my outsider and they're fighting each other so I should be alright yeah you're sitting pretty there at the moment, and I think, yeah. as I say, I think this will be the only title fight in this division this year. So you, you pretty much got that one in the bank. 
Yeah, I think Nunes could potentially retire, to be honest, off this one. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. Are there any there, Joe? Uh, any outsiders you sort of want to throw in? Obviously not officially, but any outsiders now? Now the year's gone to its sort of halfway point. Any fighters there that you think could sort of have a little late crack at the title? We probably didn't expect at Christmas time. Oh, I think if I'm looking at lightweight, I don't know. I, I was going to I was going to replace Tony Ferguson with Gaethje because I think Gaethje's really thrown his name into the hat now since since the turn of the year. But thinking about it, I think that's a big ask to sort of put him above Tony Ferguson in the in the most likely. Yeah, but, but I think Gaethje's definitely a big winner so far. Obviously, welterweight. Usman is pretty much nailed on, I would say. Yeah, we haven't even gotten in the in the outsiders, have we? Nowhere near. <laughs> Had a meal with that one. We thought he was like a poor man, sort of Woodley, didn't we? In his wrestling style, a little bit. Good, but uh, yeah, certainly didn't see that coming again. A main event we've just completely got wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, Masvidal, man, he just, we never saw that coming. I was going to say definitely Masvidal, yeah. The only thing I would say, a little might be a bit uh, short term, trying to get a title fight in, but before the end of the year. But I think, uh, I think, sort of your estimations of whether or not he can win that title at all have, have gone up tenfold. Oh yeah, exactly. We um, wouldn't have even put him top ten, really. No, same, I know. Same, same with Pettis. But you look at um, uh, what's his chops? Askren versus Masvidal. The winner of that's getting the title shot. No matter what you say, really. Definitely. So, uh, depending on when the Covington Usman fight is, I think we could sneak one in before the end of the year. Possibly, yeah, we could do actually. Yeah, I think Dom Cruz. That was probably a bit silly. Not, not a great pick that one. Uh, I think Pedro Munoz come out of nowhere. Pedro Munoz, yeah, you got uh, Marias, Pedro, yeah. obviously. That's um, Bantam. Yeah, I think that out of them all, pound for pound, uh, Bantamweight we've got the most wrong. By a country mile, yeah. I mean, one of them is not even allowed to fight for two years, so that is just <laughs> that is gonzo. That one. Ah, uh, one of my one of them hasn't fought for three years. So <laughs> <laughs> one Jimmy. That's it. He needs to pull one out. He needs to pull a finger out big time <laughs> on Jimmy to rescue my picks there. Ah, uh, quality. But yeah, no. It was good to review them because I ain't uh, had a butchers of them for a while and just, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it sort of ends up come the end of the year. But yeah, I'm rooting for Don Cruz. Go on, son. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think uh, I'm quite surprised at how good some of our picks were considering our weekly picks are not great. So, n- not bad. Not a bad effort all round, although obviously a lot of them are sort of obvious. <laughs> yeah. Anything more you want to cover this week, Joe? Nothing for I mean- we're going to sort of try to get the uh, the pod out sort of a little bit later every week now, aren't we? So we're going to sort of try and get it out for you for the midweek, get you over the hump days. That's it. So we're switching it up a little bit. We usually release on Sunday evenings. That's uh, unfortunately it's proven a little bit a little bit difficult. So yeah, we're going to look for the I think what we're going to say Tuesday Tuesday evening release. So yeah, like Matt says, little midweek treat for you all. Yeah, listen, we, everyone out there needs to get over that hump day on the Wednesday morning, but what better way to listen to our dulcet tones? So that would, <laughs> that's the, the sole reason we're getting it out there. That's it. I think we're always thinking of the, uh, I was going to say customer, but you're not customers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so rude. But... <laughs> I, I think it's time to cut it off, John. <laughs> I, think you might, I think you might be right. So, as I say, thank you very much for listening. We are Split Decision UK. 
Have a great week. See you next time. See you, bro.